0: Heavenly Father, thank you Lord for giving us the privilege to be among the living today. Glory, praise, honor and adoration be unto your name. We are here to learn at your feet. We pray Father that you would anoint our lips and give us grace Lord to speak words that will transform the lives of those who would listen. Grant to every one of us the gift of your spirit that by your Spirit we shall be transformed into the image of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. May your words have power in our lives. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Conflict and Courage, January 18 It's up to you. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4. Cain and Abel, the sons of Adam, differed widely in character. Abel had a spirit of loyalty to God. He saw justice and mercy in the Creator's dealings with the fallen race and gratefully accepted the hope of redemption. But Cain cherished feelings of rebellion and murmured against God because of the curse pronounced upon the earth and upon the human race for Adam's sin. He permitted his mind to run in the same channel that led to Satan's fall indulging the desire for self-exaltation and questioning the divine justice and authority. These two brothers erected their altars alike and each brought an offering. Abel presented a sacrifice from the flock in accordance with the Lord's directions and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Fire flashed from heaven and consumed the sacrifice. But Cain, disregarding the Lord's direct and explicit command, presented only an offering of fruit. There was no token from heaven to show that it was accepted. Abel grasped the great principles of redemption. He saw himself a sinner and he saw sin and its penalty death, standing between his soul and communion with God. He brought the slain victim, the sacrifice to life, thus acknowledging the claims of the law that had been transgressed. Through the shed blood, he looked to the future sacrifice Christ dying on the cross of Calvary and trusting in the atonement that was there to be made. He had the witness that he was righteous and his offering accepted. Cain had the same opportunity of learning and accepting these truths as had Abel. He was not the victim of an arbitrary purpose. One brother was not elected to be accepted of God and the other to be rejected. Abel chose faith and obedience, Cain unbelief and rebellion. Here the whole matter rested. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is It's Up to You. And now we are looking into the life of the first children of Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel. We read in the book of Genesis chapter 4 verse 1 to 5, And Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell here we see something about the character of these two brothers cain and abel as we read in conflict and courage page page 24 paragraph 3 it says these two brothers erected their altars alike it's important that we understand what really was a problem with the sacrifices the altars were alike and each brought an offering Abel presented a sacrifice from the flock in accordance with the Lord's directions, which is what I want us to take note of. Abel's altar, Cain's altar, similar, but their offerings were different. While Abel's own was in accordance with the Lord's directions, it says, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Fire flashed from heaven and consumed the sacrifice. But Cain, Disregarding the Lord's direct and explicit command presented only an offering of fruit. There was no token from heaven to show that it was accepted. End of quote. Here is the difference between the two. One is following the explicit and direct command of the Lord, while the other, disregarding the explicit and direct command of the Lord, does something according to the imagination of his own heart. That is, King. One is obedient, the other is disobedient. They may claim to be obedient, the two of them. Like Cain will say, I'm obedient, after all I did a sacrifice, nevertheless. You know, as young children, we'll always wonder, why was Abel's sacrifice accepted and Cain's rejected? What was it that made Abel's sacrifice a more excellent one? Because the Bible says in, Hebrew, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 4, that Cain, um, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Why? The problem with the sacrifice was the sacrifice itself. The word of God says in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22 and almost all things are by the law purged with blood and without shedding of blood is no remission of sin. This sacrifice that Cain and Abel were bringing was a sacrifice offering for sin. The only reason the doing of sacrifices came was because of sin. Nothing like sacrifice before sin. Sacrifices were made brought into existence these lambs that were slain were slain for sin. Abel acknowledged himself as a sinner and understood that the wages of sin is death. He did not grudge or complain at God's dealings with men. As we read in Conflict and Courage, page 24 paragraph 4, it says Abel grasped the great principles of redemption he saw himself a sinner and he saw sin and its penalty death standing between the soul and communion with god he brought the slain victim the sacrifice life thus acknowledging the claims of the law that had been transgressed through the shed blood he looked to the future sacrifice christ dying on the cross of Calvary and trusting in the atonement that was there to be made, he had the witness that he was righteous and his offering was accepted. Simply put, Abel believed in Jesus. He believed in the coming saviour, And he believed that he was a sinner and as a sinner, he deserved to die. He was not grudging. He understood that, yes, I supposed to die. God is just. God is merciful. He is good. His judgment on my parents were not wrong. His judgment on me is not wrong because we were disobedient and therefore, he said to himself, I know I am a sinner. I deserve to die and therefore I need a substitute and I need a redeemer. The Lord has promised a coming redeemer in the future. And he has commanded that we in faith, in faith, that if we believe in this coming Redeemer are to show our faith by the slaying of the blood of that, of that lamb and taking that blood as the remission for our sins. And he did in accordance with what God had said they should do. But here was Cain, on the other hand, doing something different, giving fruits where there is no shedding of blood and there's no fat of the lamb because the Bible stated clearly that Abel brought of the lamb and not just that but he also brought the fat if you read in uh, Genesis chapter 1 chapter 4 verse 4 Abel, he also brought up the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. Fat is what represents the sin that needs to be burnt up. He burnt everything. But Cain did not. Here is why Cain's sacrifice was not accepted. Because of the content. It was because of the content of the sacrifice. It was not what God required. That sacrifice of fruits cannot be used to represent Jesus who is coming to die on the cross of Calvary for our sins but the sacrifice of a lamb and when you slay that lamb yourself you are indicating that it is for you that Christ died and that you are also responsible for his death and in that responsibility you agree that i am responsible for the death of Jesus in the future it is for my sins that he died but when you bring those fruits what does he tell is there any blood what is taking away our sins there whose life is going away it's when we understand the sacrifice it is somebody's life going away for our own life that was supposed to go away we are supposed to die but jesus instead dies for us but here is cain bringing fruits thinking that it will take away his sins how and that's why we read in the book of hebrews 11 verse 4 by faith abel offered unto god a more excellent sacrifice than cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. Amen. Here is what will happen to everyone who follows the explicit direction of God, not just in believing in Jesus, but in everything the Lord says. It is by faith that we render obedience to God. What is faith then? Cain lacked this faith. Faith means to listen to the word of God and do exactly what he says. That is faith do it not just exactly as he says it but because he says it i give you one example when peter was fishing one day all through the night he, f- he tried to catch a fish and he could not get even one on that same river that same spot where he had been fishing in the morning the lord came and told him let down your net and peter told him i have been trying to catch fish all day all night sorry And it's in the night that the fishes come out and that's why the fishermen go there in the night not in the daytime and then he told jesus i've been trying to catch fish all all night and i have not caught anyone well nevertheless at your word i will let down my net and he let down his net and the fish that he caught was so much that his boat was about to sink what is the difference here the same river the same spot the same letting down of the net the same net was used in one in the night He didn't catch any fish when jesus now spoke he was able to catch the fish what was the difference the difference was the word of god in one instance in the night there was no word of god but the next time the word of god had spoken and peter let down his net not because he believed there's fish there not because he had a very different net now not because he was in a different river now but simply because of he who spoke and since it was jesus who spoke he said because it is you who is speaking i will do it not because i believe in my net or in this river or i believe there's fish there this is what faith is it means to do what god says because he said it believing that because he is the one who says it therefore it is going to bring forth its fruit this was what abel believed he believed that since god has said this is what we should do i will do it in faith believing that what he said would be the blessing for all those who do what he said I, they should do will be will get the blessing and what was the blessing the bible says here hebrews 11 verse 4 that because of what he did he was righteous god testifying of his gifts just by doing that act having faith in what the lord says the lord proclaimed him righteous cain lacked this faith This lack of faith was shown in his disobedience and his modification of God's express direction. When God asks us to do something in a particular way, he expects us to do exactly as he has said. To do otherwise is disobedience. Examples abound in the word of God, showing us God's displeasure at men claiming to render obedience to him or worship him in their own way and following the imagination of their wicked hearts. We have many people like Cain today, though knowing and hearing the express direction of God in his commandments, choose to do what they like and still claim to be worshipping God. To such today, God will certainly show his displeasure as he did to Cain. He will show it to them both in this world and also when he comes again to receive his own. King Saul presumed to worship God the way he liked. God told him, go and kill the king of the Amalekites, and every lamb and every animal slay, don't leave anything. But he presumed to do what he liked, claiming he was doing it for God. God rejected him. Nadab and Abihu, the two sons of Aaron, who lighted chose to light a strange fire instead of a fire from the uh, holy temple of God, God struck them dead. The fire wasn't supposed to be taken from outside or just any fire. The Lord had directed that the fire must come from within that holy place. You must light it from the holy fire, not from strange fire. God rejected them and even showed his displeasure against them by striking them dead. King Ahaz chose to construct an altar after the pattern of that of the Assyrians. That was all. And he was still offering the same sacrifices of God in the temple of God. The same place. No, nothing different. He just made a different altar, that's all. An altar according to the style of what he saw in the land of the Assyrians. And there he brought his sacrifices, burnt offerings, everything that was giving it to God. The Lord rejected him just because of the style of the altar copied from the Assyrians. It was a sin. When Adam and Eve sinned and they made aprons for themselves, the Lord changed their garments to show clearly that that is not how you are supposed to be clothed. When I created you, you were completely covered and he made for them coats of skin and covered them completely. They gave every excuse for their various styles. But the Lord rejected all this. And how about the children of Israel? When we come to the children of Israel, we see this same Cain's attitude there. They became Baal worshippers. They changed, they chose to change their style of worship while claiming to still worship God. But with that change of style, they became Baal worshippers. They gave every excuse for their various styles and found it hard to be convinced that as far as they were doing, they were not doing the worship the way the Lord had said, then that worship was not going to God. They found it hard to believe that. Many think that they intentionally are worshiping god when they were worshiping baal this was not the case today many people feel that oh this these children of israel they were actually worshiping god as in they were actually worshiping baal like literally but what they were actually doing was that they were copying the styles and it was in this copying of styles that the lord accused them you're actually worshiping baal they worshipped God in their own way but that way was the way to worship Baal and thus they became Baal worshippers but with their mouths they said it was God that they were worshipping let's look at it in the book of Jeremiah chapter 2 reading from verse 23 He says God was trying to convince them here and you will see how it was difficult it was not that they were just expressly worshipping Baal it was hard to convince them because never in their churches or in their worship temples did they say to themselves I am actually worshipping Baal Here, look. Jeremiah 2, reading from verse 23, says, How can thou say, I am not polluted? That's God speaking to them. They were claiming, I'm not polluted. At the height and the epitome of their idolatry, they still were saying, I have not sinned. I am not polluted. This was in the days of Jeremiah, the last prophet before the captivity. In fact, he was still the prophet who prophesied about their captivity. And while they went to captivity, he was still alive. The last one God sent to them. Yet it was still hard to be convinced. How can thou say, I am not polluted? I have not gone after Baalim. So do you see, the children of Israel, they never agreed that they were worshipping Baal. And God said to them, see thy way in the valley. Know what thou hast done. Thou art a swift dromedary traversing her ways. So what did God say? He didn't say, see the God you have made. Or see who you are worshipping. Rather what he says is, see thy way in the valley look at the way you are doing your things that way is not the way to worship me this is the way to worship baal you are doing a way to worship baal but you are claiming that it is for me you are doing it verse 29 he says wherefore will you plead with me you all have transgressed against me says the lord in vain have i smitten your children they received no correction your own sword had devoured your prophets like a destroying lion why trimmest thou thy way to seek love Therefore hast thou also taught the wicked ones thy ways. Also in thy skirts is found the blood of souls of the poor innocent, I have not found it by secret search, but on all these. Yet thou sayest, Because I am innocent, surely his anger shall turn from me. Behold, I will plead with thee, because thou sayest, I have not sinned. Why gatherest thou about so much to change thy way? Thou also shall be ashamed of Egypt, and as thou was ashamed of Assyria. Yea, thou shalt go forth from him, and thy hands upon thine head. For the Lord has rejected thy confidences, and thou shalt not prosper in them. Do you see from here that it was about the way, not about who? Many people too claim, oh, I'm worshipping God, but the way they are going about it shows who they are really worshipping. God says that they were following the imagination of their wicked hearts. In Jeremiah 7, reading from verse 22 he says for i spake not unto your fathers nor commanded them in the day that i brought them out of the land of egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices but these thing commanded i them saying obey my voice and i will be your god and you shall be my people and walk in all the ways that i have commanded you that it may be well with you but they hearkened not nor inclined their ears but walked in the counsels and in the imagination of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants the prophets, daily rising up and sending them. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their neck. They did worse than their fathers." Here, the Lord is complaining, but what I want us to see is the the children of Israel at this time refused to accept that they were disregarding God's commandments. Why? Because in their minds, they felt, I'm still worshipping God. But God was saying, it is not me you are worshipping. And they said, no, it's you we are worshipping. But God says, it is not me, it is Baal. So how do we know it was Baal? God says, look at the way you are doing. This is not how I said you should worship. It is this same attitude that is found in many Christian churches of today. All claim to be following and worshipping God, yet they are following the imagination of their own evil hearts. All kinds of inventions are brought into the service of God which God did not give them to do and which they borrowed from paganism. The very day which is called holy today, Sunday, is not commanded by God but originated from paganism and almost everything done on that day is human imagination. As God rejected Cain's sacrifice, so also will he reject all these vain worship rendered to him. Listen to what Jesus said when we neglect his commandments to do what is the imagination of our hearts or to follow the culture around us. Mark chapter 7, reading from verse 7, he says to them, to us, how be it in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men, as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things you do. And he said unto them, Full well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your own tradition, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which you have delivered and many such like things you do the lord will say to us today like he said in amos chapter 5 when we disregard his express command to do what we like that is in harmony with our culture or in harmony with our tradition but yet conflicting with the word of god he would say to us amos 5 verse 21 i hate i despise your feast days and i will not smell in your solemn assemblies though you offer me burnt offerings and your meat offerings i will not accept them neither will i regard the peace offerings of your father beasts take thou away from me the noise of thy songs for I will not hear the melody of thy vials but let judgment run down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream have you offered unto me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness 40 years O house of Israel This is what the Lord will say to many, many Christians today who, reading the commandments of God, for example, like I mentioned, the fourth commandment telling you this is the day the lord has chosen and then you choose another day for yourself the lord will say i take away from me the noise of your songs you know very well what i have commanded but here you are holding on to the traditions of men if you go to roman catholicism for example they make it very clear that we are not following the bible we are following church tradition and jesus is saying you are following tradition and rejecting the commandment of god i will not accept the worship it is vain worship just as cain's sacrifice was rejected we also will be rejected if we bring about a way to worship god that he did not command what is it that christians have not done today a lot of things have been brought into the service of god that is not in harmony with his word either it is concoction the imagination of human minds or it is going directly opposite to what god has said God will not accept any such service as he rejected Cain, he will also reject that. This is the lesson that we must learn from the story of Cain. He has always been rejecting it and he will continue to reject it when we continue to borrow from paganism. Look at the Christian churches of today. All kinds of things are brought into the service that the Lord did not command and goes against the principles of the Lord's service. Reverence goes away from the worship. Why? Because people want to come to church and do all kinds of things that they do not ask themselves. Is this thing in harmony with the word of God? Concerts, all kinds of uh programs are brought in people jumping on top of the tables to dance and even when we go to even some kind of solemn services the mass child baptism confession for to, to the priest auricular confession where you go and confess to the priest praying for forgiveness to men all these are, hum- are human traditions the the, the the mass that is given those are human traditions And these things are the same as what cain did it was cain who started this human tradition and every time we do something that the lord has not commanded and goes against his word we are just following the way of cain and like i said majority of the christian churches of today and even the world in general are following the way of cain worshiping they know not what and the worst part is for the christians who claim to be worshiping god but yet they are borrowing their styles of worship from paganism or from the imagination of the evil heart, doing all kinds of things that the Lord did not command, and then rejecting that which he has commanded. All who, like Abel, explicitly follows the direction of God, not sinfully modifying them, but doing exactly what he says, will receive that benediction of well done, thou good and faithful servant, and will be granted entrance into the kingdom of God. This is what made all the saints who were like Abel, from Abel to Noah, Abraham to Moses, David to Josiah, all the prophets and the apostles, this is what made them to be saints indeed. They followed humbly all of God's requirements without changing it. As we go through the Bible, one thing we will learn about God is that He is very particular and expects perfect obedience and no deviation or modification of his express commands because all his commands are the way of life and deviating from them is the way of death. God is not just angry with anybody who wants to disobey him. No, he has already told us what is life to disobey is to go into the way of death. Not that he is the one that is going to destroy. But once we go against his word, we are bringing upon ourselves something that consequence will never be good. So that is why we shouldn't sinfully imagine that we want to modify what God has said like Cain did. To do that is to enter into a realm that you shouldn't go. Are you trying to correct God? When God says one thing and then you say, no, I'll do it the other way. In other words, modifying, improving. Can you improve on what is perfect? If God has said something and the word of God, we read in the book of Psalm 19, verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect. Can you modify something that is perfect? If the Lord speaks and you modify it, what are you doing? That means you are saying that you are correcting him. Oh my The effrontery to do that is that self-exaltation that Cain had. Because what was really in the mind of Cain as we read in our devotion is that he had self-exaltation just like Satan. Conflict and Courage, page 24, paragraph 2. He permitted his mind to run in the same channel that led to Satan's fall, indulging the desire for self-exaltation and questioning the divine justice and authority. And it is this that many of us do when we disobey. Let us learn one lesson today, which we will continue to see in the word of God. God never takes it lightly when we disobey him or modify his worship style. Let us not do that. Follow exactly what he has said, for that is the way of life. Now, the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Romans, chapter 15, verse 4. Let us take courage. Continue to do exactly what the Lord has said. Do not deviate. Have you deviated? Come back. Do what God says and stop doing according to your tradition or your culture or whatever your church is saying. Follow the Bible, which is the word of God, and it shall be well with you. Amen. Let us pray. Thank you, loving Father, for the words of admonition which you have given to us today. Forgive us, Lord, for all the times we have sinfully modified your word and done differently from what you have asked us to do. Forgive us for following tradition and culture, claiming that we are worshipping you, whereas we are giving vain worship. We pray, Father, that you help us. All who are listening, some may have questions, they are not yet clear on certain things, Lord. I pray that through your spirit you convict the soul to believe the truth as it is in Jesus Help us, Lord, and give us the strength also to do what you have asked us to do and not to do what we please. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers. May these words which we have listened to now lift us up to heavenly places and transform our characters to be like Abel, to be like Jesus, humbly following your word. In Jesus' name I've Amen.